0: This is KCLR's Bottom
1: Line with John Purcell.
0: Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the city's largest independent accountancy practice, www.omf.ie.
1: Joining me on the phone to have a look at some very pressing business issues is Austin Hughes, economist. Good morning, Austin. Good morning, John. How are you? Um, We we, we could talk about England versus Scotland, but let's crack into (laughs) the economy instead. Probably more uh, definite results around that. Um, I'd like to talk to you this morning about inflation. It's a word that I've heard bandied around a lot in relation to Ireland's economic performance and indeed global economic issues. Even on an ad before uh, this programme I heard a well-known local electrical retailer Sean Swan talking about prices starting to increase worldwide. Inflation is something we need to be paying a lot of attention to.
0: It is. It's something now that um, I think will be much more of a focus for people for the next Six months or so. Um, Now, part of it actually should probably be seen as a good thing, okay? Um, The reality is that the economy is recovering. We're coming out of probably the the greatest slump the world has seen in the last hundred years. Uh, And, you know, normally when economies close down, prices fall And when they open up again, prices rise. So the fact that we're having some inflation, in some sense, it's a pulse that says the economy is picking up. So part of this is actually a good thing. And it is much better to say that prices are starting to rise than that they're continuing to fall. Because if they were continuing to fall, it would mean that... Probably the pandemic was causing even worse economic impacts. But, you know, that, that's a broad element. I, I think when your listeners are saying, oh, well, hang on a minute, it's costing me much more to fill the car or to buy a pint or to do all these things. But they're, they're not going to say, uh, but actually, I'm really happy the world is in a better place. It's just costing me more money. Mm. So uh, I think there is the sense there that, while, as I say, part of this is the normal reopening Uh, from, you know, a crisis situation, it also is something we need to be very careful that, you know, these increases in prices don't take hold and we get what used to be called a wage price spiral uh, with all the damage that can do to firms uh, and to people's spending power. So um, a little bit of inflation is sort of the oil that greases greases the the global economic upturn a lot is the oil or i suppose the, the, the liquid that drowns us all
1: yeah and just a very simple question but how is inflation calculated you know you hear figures bandied around about inflation but how is it calculated and how reliable is it
0: uh, well well it it's generally calculated very carefully right the central statistics office, along with other statistics offices across the world uh, they'll, they'll count maybe the prices every month of maybe five and a half thousand items yeah. so typically the the statistics office will send People in in normal times will send people into a shop, and they will price, you know, a packet of chocolate biscuits, and they will price the same packet of chocolate biscuits next month. Uh, they will, you, you know, check the price of petrol in a particular garage and do the same thing next month. They will look at the price of a, a foreign holiday package, for example, and they'll compare that. They'll check the price of you know, a dentist is charging for a filling, and they'll do that next month. They'll charge, you know, and Mm. so they go to a huge amount of detail. Um, But, you know, there are two issues around that. One, they measured the average cost of a basket of goods and service bought by the average uh, family in Ireland, and of course, you know, these averages—it's two point two adults, you know, with yeah. quarters of a dog and half a cat. <laughs> you know, the average. I
1: know that part, family. statistically
0: not uh, the average. You know, statistically doesn't capture what you or I may may purchase or anyone else. So, for example, somebody uh, a young. Male be sort of maybe renting, and most of their income goes on the rent, or, or a young couple maybe buying a house, uh, somebody elderly, it may be all on heating or whatever. So the average doesn't quite capture what each individual's cost of living is. You know, it's a representative measure across the economy as a whole. So that's one problem. The second problem that we've had since COVID is that that a lot of things aren't measured because we can't buy them. In the Eurostat measure for uh, May, I think it's about 20% of services, and I just checked before we came on, um, and the Irish May index, 13% of the items that we would normally buy uh, can't be measured this month, and they include package holidays abroad, um, hotel prices, and things that because simply, uh, you know, there wasn't significant, uh, um, um, well, package holidays weren't available in May, for May, uh, and similarly in terms of uh, hotels were still largely shut. And
1: presumably Uh, there are also restrictions on researchers getting out into the field and doing research too over lockdowns, etc.?
0: so uh, they, they are in what they call imputing prices and some that so they will look at a website and see what we'll say a certain supermarket is advertising this chocolate biscuit pack that i mentioned earlier and they'll see how that compares so it is there is uh, an increased margin of error around something but the reality is i'm sure all your listeners uh, you, you know We'll actually hear that the Irish numbers were 1.7% rise in consumer prices in the last year, and they'll say, "God, my, you know, my cost of living has gone up much more than that." Possibly because, you know, maybe putting petrol or diesel in the car is a much bigger element in their basket of of living costs than it is on average. And if you look at sorry again, I don't know whether this is too much detail. But if you look at the cost of living in terms of the Irish numbers, uh, electricity and gas prices are up 14 percent. Hairdressing costs up 8.5 um, uh, percent. New car prices up four and a half percent. The cost of bicycles for anyone trying to get healthy is up five um, percent. I was you know, the cost of a new laptop is down I was slightly surprised to find that motor insurance costs were down uh, 6.9% because certainly I, I've renewed the car insurance and I found it higher than a year ago but what's interesting, or sorry, the little aside that I saw, one of the things food prices are down 2% and one of the food prices down most, it's flour prices yeah. are, are, are down 5.5% so we're not baking the way we did.
1: And in, is that because compared that with last year when pandemic. every everybody was baking cakes like mad during the lockdowns last year, the price was up because demand it, was, high, it, 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 was, it was high and now it's dropped a bit
0: it's exactly that you know so that's one particular element and you see this right around the world in the us uh, car prices are rising at about 10% a month uh, because uh, used car prices because uh, There are new cars are in short supply there because globally we've had this chip shortage um, and this what happened there was a year ago car manufacturers felt well nobody's going to move for the next while so nobody is going to want a new car and consequently they cut back on their orders of chips. The chip manufacturers put it into other elements into new tvs and Mm. new laptops which have been up and as a result uh, new cars are as scarce as hen's teeth in the u.s and consequently even the rental car rental companies are actually buying second-hand cars because they can't you know uh, improve their fleet this year so you're seeing these 10 percent increases both in used car prices in the US each month for the last couple of months and also similar increase in the cost of renting a car because the US is again, you know when things get better the US uh, consumer gets into his car and gets out on the, the, the great expansive uh, motorway there.
1: Mm. And um, also lumber as they call it stateside uh, spiralled up and and that would have for example a, a huge increase increase on um, home building costs in
0: It it certainly has. Lumber costs are up in the States around I I think it's around 240% higher than they were a year ago. Now again, I just checked the the latest Irish numbers. Uh, Wood prices here in terms of construction costs, they're, according to the official measure, and builders will probably tell you they're up more, they're up about 30% year. 30,
1: wow. So that all feeds into stuff like house prices, yeah.
0: well, Well, this is, you know, a significant issue, and We are seeing that and you know so that's one part of the story uh, in terms of living costs around house prices. The other of course is that suddenly people felt that the house was not just somewhere they they laid their head at the end of the night it was somewhere they were working and spending much more of their play time in so as a result a lot of people are actually trying to move home uh, and we have this upward pressure on house prices now. Mm -hmm. again the Irish numbers Show um, house prices in April were up 4.5%. Um, I, I just again had a quick look this morning. Um, for Carlo, I think the increase is about 7.4%. For Kilkenny, it's about five and a half percent. Yeah, so even uh, so micro changes really around uh, the element. But hey, again, it could be worse. Uh, the US, uh, the latest house prices there are up about thirteen uh, percent, and that reflects again, as you, you pointed out, the fact that in the US timber, lumber is so much more important as a housing input mm. and they also have had this shortage in terms of new home supply. So you're seeing, you know, housing costs going up very dramatically right around the world. New Zealand are up nearly 30% in the last wow. year. The UK it's about 9%. So um, yeah,
1: And presumably Austin, there's a danger that when people start hearing these kind of price increases um, going and they're up operating businesses, um, they start going, i sure, like, look, wood has gone up 30%, nobody will notice if I put something else up 10%. What are the implications, you know, for business and for Ireland yep. Inc.?
0: Well, sorry. This is one of these things, and this is where we are in this. I actually was talking to someone, and I said we're moving into a noisy but nasty period in terms of prices over the next uh, couple of months because I, I, I think businesses are facing increased costs. And one, uh, you know, I think wage costs are rising generally, and two, um, you're, you're finding businesses with increased costs in terms of. Yeah, you know, COVID-related costs in terms of either not having the same sort of throughput or having to to, to build in all these sort of protective measures uh, against the pandemic. So I, I do think there's a legitimate case for some increases in costs. The, the difficulty is um, that we sometimes turn uh, these things into to, to opportunities for rape and pillage. You know, <laughs> and that is something that we have to be very Uh, around. Um, I think, you know, generally what we're seeing now are increases in prices that relate to both what are the base effects that, as I say, the economy was virtually dead in the water, so prices were falling a year ago, and these bottlenecks as well, everything from lumber to shipping costs to microchips to the fact, as I say, uh, that that you're having to pay for all these other issues around the, the pandemic. So I do think we're going to see this once-off step up in prices. The critical element is that if people then think it's okay to put, you, you know, and I've got to be unfair and pick on someone in particular here and say we put tempers on the pint now and we put another tempers on the pint in three months' time and another tempers just before Christmas and no one will notice this. And mm. I'm not saying that publicans are going you, you know, Yeah, just, uh,
1: just for example. Yeah. Using
0: that as a cartoon example, of that, and businesses suddenly find, and what happens is that you end up in, you know, the the Road Runner cartoons. that yeah, yeah. some of your kids are, you know, like Wily Coyote. You keep raising prices, and suddenly you find you're twenty feet over the edge of the canyon, and you know that nobody will will buy your goods and services anymore yeah. and in the case of ireland it's particularly important you know uh, i i think as i say global inflation is picking up uh, at the moment in the u.s it's around five percent In the uk it's two it's two here and across the eurozone what's very important is that we don't raise irish business costs more than we do more than others okay. and by the way i would also mention there's another aspect in this there will be some brexit related increase in costs, you know, because there's administration there or maybe getting goods from a supplier other than the UK. So expect to see prices a little bit higher, you know, try and be good about it and say, well, the good news is that means the economy
1: is is coming
0: back. But, you know, the the critical thing is not to sort of say, well, if they take a 5% increase, I can award myself a 10% increase. That's where things go horribly wrong. uh, And that's the real risk for the next while.
1: Okay, Austin, fascinating insights from you there, and thank you for that. That was Austin Hughes, economist. Good morning, Austin, and we'll talk to you again. Good morning.
0: All the best, John. Thank you.
1: Okay, bye. That's uh, Austin Hughes, economist, giving us some really good insights into inflation, what it means, how it's calculated, and the dangers for business.
0: The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you in association with O'Neill Foley Accountants. Our website, onf.ie, shows the full range of services we provide to businesses large and small.